Welcome to New Mommy at 40, a honest, informative, and non-judgmental podcast for those navigating to and through parenthood in their 40s. Today's episode is all about beyond baby making mode, how my new friend and yours too, holistic fertility coach Juliana Vela, is helping women in their 40s to design their fertility journey and still put themselves first along the way. We're talking about taking care of the whole vessel, mind, body, and spirit, and preparing that womb to welcome your new little one. I hope you enjoy all of her tips. She's got some amazing ones, but before we get into it, please subscribe, follow wherever you're listening to this so you don't miss a single episode. All right, let's get into it. It didn't happen in my 20s, who cares? Now I've got all this fancy wisdom to share. Hey, I've got this baby, you're getting the best of me. Cause I'm a new mommy, I'm 40. <laughs> Juliana Avela is a certified health and fertility coach and holistic nutritionist specialist in women's and baby's health from conceiving to birth and beyond. She believes that the primary tool we have for a healthy life is to have the knowledge and confidence to make our own choices. She's been helping women for the last 11 years to conceive and thrive in a healthy pregnancy. And she can also speak for herself as she's currently expecting a baby at 42. It's such a pleasure to have her here today and I can't wait for you to meet her. I want to first congratulate you on your pregnancy. (laughs) Thank you. My fourth pregnancy. <laughs> I know. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. And and let's remind everyone, how old are we? How old are you? I am 42 and Boom. conceived naturally. <laughs> That's awesome. And, you know, just so we are clear with everybody else, your previous children, how old were you when you had them? So my first child I had when I was 29, the second one I was 31, the third one I was 40, and the fourth one I will be 42 because she will be coming next month. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. So you have a lot of uh, wisdom in a couple of different categories here of being a mom of multiples, being a mom, uh, you know, in your twenties versus your forties. I mean, we can, <laughs> this is why I, I really think we could do a couple of episodes, but today, as I said, we're focusing on maximizing your fertility after age 35. Um, yeah. because that's our, our, our crowd here, our friends in this, in this, um, community. Mm-hmm. So, I love you when looking you up and I hope everyone um, finds you after this, but beyond making baby mode, tell us about that, how that came about and what that means to you. Yeah. So what, what it is, is um, I truly believe that especially when we, we, as we age, we judge ourselves too much and we push ourselves. We put so much pressure in ourselves, in our bodies, in our commitment of, Becoming a mother or everything else in your life, especially being a woman, I feel that so much pressure from the society, from our families, from our partners. And um, beyond baby making mode, it's kind of like a, a combine all these things. 
together with showing people that we are more than a pregnancy test. We are more than a motherhood. We are mother and our, our own child because uh, many of women like me, like myself, even on my 20s, 30s, we annulate our, our desires. We annulate like when a, a child comes, it kind of like the women disappear. Our wishes, our desires, our, you know, our raw hobbies, you know, it's just about the kid, about the family, about and everything else. And uh, being working with women trying to conceive, especially in their 40s, I feel that the pressure and the, the desire of achieving the goal of getting a pregnancy test getting the baby inside their womb, it's so huge, but they ended forgetting about themselves and forgetting that the connection to themselves is the first step for a successful pregnancy. I've Mm -hmm. been working with women, like most of my clients nowadays are on their 40s plus, like 41, 44, uh, 39, almost 40, because they put so much pressure. I need to get pregnant. And I said, okay, hold on. I understand your goal is that, and I can help you with that. But tell me about you. Like, what what does your life life look like right now? Do you? Um, I have either uh, clients that are trying for a second or third child, child, like after careers, after, you know, second or third relationship and stuff. And I do have clients that are just starting trying on their 41 because they just decided to hold on. But then when this desire comes and the motherhood kind of like touches this, their heart, they're so focused on the goal <laughs> that they don't know like how to thrive the between, right? Mm. And how to connect. And one of my goals, one of my missions, it's always to teach and to show how this connection with your femininity, like being a female, being a woman, learning about your body. I have many clients that come so frustrated from doctor's appointment that they don't take the time to explain how our body works. Mm. And this is the main thing. Even when we were 15 and some some girls start taking birth control on 15 just because they don't want to bleed, they, they have no idea how those pills can harm their body, yeah. how they will stop their hormones to be produced naturally. And this would trigger many other issues in their lives like later on maybe not on their 15s or their 20s but on their 30s on their 40s oh yeah so what i feel is that lack of knowledge about ourselves and this is the first step that i always take time to teach my clients to learn how their body works learn the role of hormones learn how we ovulate why we bleed how beautiful is your period and how important it is every cycle to renovate and this kind of like a metamorphosis that happens with the women every single month so beyond baby making mode and all the programs that i create uh, by my company made simple nutrition is to make it um Believe and conceive is one of those that it's like, first, you need to believe yourself. First, you need to empower yourself with knowledge, learning about how your body works, how some types of food will 
you know, benefit your body and your fertility through your journey of conceiving a baby, especially on your 40s. Um, and of course, how the mindset and everything we feel and we think and we believe will affect the success or the failure of this process. It's so important because I am totally guilty of this. It's funny because even in this, the community that I've been building because I just, I longed for it, right? And the good thing is I'm learning along the way. And it's funny to find yourself saying one thing to people, but then not using those tools for yourself. I'm sure I've said this, a variation of this to people like it's you, you're more than just motherhood. You're more than just a pregnancy. You are a person. And then I got into this kind of like very fearful stage of realizing the number. Like I wasn't so scared with my daughter at 40. I, I really felt like invincible. It was a new relationship. I found someone that I really wanted to be with. And out of that love, I, you know, I had no doubt that we would have a kid. I mean, it was more like, will the fibroids, will the PCOS allow that, you know, can I, can that happen? But I was very confident in myself. But after that, in terms of secondary infertility or just not being able to have another child, the fear really just gets into you and you start to really, not just fear, it becomes all about, I got to get pregnant, the time, the clock. I'm. T it's like, 44 is coming, 45 is coming. So it's really good to re to remind ourselves of everything that you just said. I think it's great because when I first read Beyond Baby Making Mode, it, it was so simple how you put that together. And I was like, oh my God, like where's the connection to your partner and just enjoying your life and not focusing so much on the conception part? it's still something I go in and out of. So yeah. it's- and, and you know, it's a process, Victoria. It's good yeah. to, for you to, that's a good point to mention because it's not something that we achieve from one day to another. If there is fear there, there are techniques and strategies that we can use to dissolve that fear. Mm -hmm. And um, learning about this fear, validating this fear is the first step. Hmm. Because I've been working uh, with different types of women that uh, even they they didn't uh, uh, you know acknowledge themselves before working with me that they had fear. Hmm. It was just like okay, so I just need help because I don't know what to eat, I don't know what types of supplements I should take, I don't know when I ovulate that I can you know um, have more intercourse in order to increase my chances. So they want that, you know, step by step, of course, that I can, I can give them. And it's very important to know and learn about it. But how about your feelings? And I had a client recently that shared with me that it's very hard for her. She's on her 44. She, she's been trying for many in different moments of her life. She went through a very traumatic fertility process and fertility treatment on her 30s that didn't work through. Um, but now she's in 44, a new relationship, the same thing that you said. It just come up, empowering thing and empowering fact with a good partner mm -hmm. that she believes. But she says she believes, but in in... In her intimate, mm -hmm. she doesn't. Mm -hmm. So every time we talk, it's always like she's talking about somebody else. 
as a third person getting pregnant, as the other person being a mother. So visiting those feelings and exploring them, you know, enable this woman to look at herself and see herself as being pregnant, seeing herself becoming a mother. It's a process. It's a long path that should be, you know, there are many blockages that can exist since from her past, since for anybody's past or traumatic situations that needs to be to over be overcome in order to give you this uh, blast. So she always tell me, oh, Juliana, it's been, it's been so hard to connect my thoughts to my feelings because she wants this so bad since she was a child. But every time she start thinking, there is this negative point say, oh, it won't, I won't get there. And mm-hmm. she's a doctor. She's an naturopath. So she, she has the knowledge by her side. But even though she, she can't, she's just like, Put something in her mind that say, no, I will fail or no, these supplements won't work. So mm. how come you can succeed in a mission if you you all truly don't believe it, it can happen, yeah. right? And these fears is very common as the clock ticks. Yeah. But the important thing here for, for all the your audience to understand is that we do have three ages, the chronological, biological, and reproductive. So the the chronological is the way that we are here in the world since day one we were born. The biological is the age of our cells, and the reproductive is the age of, of our reproductive system. The good news is the reproductive aging we can change. As, as soon as we invest in the right strategies to make it look, make it live younger, we can, yes, boost this type, this type of information. It's the same of industry saying that the only source of calcium is milk. Right. I, I know that it's not, <laughs> and it's not the best one. It, it, it's, it's far from being the best one. Right. It's people say, oh, at 35, your chances decrease a lot. Hold on, depending on the lifestyle, depending on the way you live, depending on the way that you are feeding your reproductive cells. So, you know, I I am happy to say that 80% of women I help to conceive on their 40s succeed and thrive a healthy pregnancy because they took care of themselves and they put the right nutrients and the right mindset and the right energy in their bodies before conceiving. You know, yeah. of course, we know that miscarriage rates can happen and we can have like low eggs count, low eggs, res- eggs reserves. But there are many holistic alternatives that can help you boost and change those numbers. Even if you start with a very not promising stage of you can definitely go through that. And even if your path is to go under any type of fertility treatment, there are many things in the background that you can do to boost that. What people see, like the frustration I see of clients going through fertility treatments is that they put all their budget and their energy in the hands of one type of medication, of one type of procedures. And they forget that there is a body that needs to hold on that embryo, right? There is a mindset that needs to hold on for nine months of pregnancy. And what I am totally about is to take care of that mama. 
I started my career taking care of children, like helping mothers taking care of their children. When I started working and looking back and making the process backwards, I understood how um, this mama was lacking the support. So then I started taking I started take care of you know postpartum uh, mamas while breastfeeding, while managing their hormone balance again, and all that you know struggling after having a baby as a postpartum doula. Then I visit the the pregnancy, the entire pregnancy, the importance of supporting this woman through the pregnancy, and then I realized that there was a lack of support in that community even before conceiving. Yeah. So that's why I get what I am get what I am now. And I'm so passionate about embrace that woman, you know, and say, hey, come on, hold on. We need to prepare your body physically, emotionally, in order for you to succeed and thrive and understand what motherhood is. I have I'm going to my fourth child and I'm still learning. <laughs> it's not easy, you know? No. I don't I, I don't I don't go and dance in the rain all the time. Sometimes I get frustrated. I yell. Sometimes I want to press a button and make everybody disappear <laughs> because I want my own time with my own room and nobody calling mama mama here and there. <laughs> and I love my children. Yeah. Well they can both coexist. The, those feelings can coexist. And I think that's very real to say. doesn't mean yeah. you love them less. Um, but yeah, it's motherhood is, I feel it changes also per child, I would think like, you know, cause each experience is different. You do. I I'm sure I can, I can imagine just looking at my mom as a mom, you carry, you know, certain experiences and tools from each pregnancy and each child, but not all tools will work with, with each child. So you adapt. It's a lot of, you know, being able to be adaptable, but you make a good point of how basically your this have what's led you to this point is working backwards of going, okay, so I'm working with the kids. Now I'm working with the moms and postpartum. I'm working with, you know, pregnancy. Wait, this starts even before that time. And so if we, as women think about that too, there's a lot that we can do investing in ourselves prior to even like thinking of having our children. But I think it's, it's not a conversation that's had very often, especially in a medical, purely medical, um, you know, a facility or with, with your doctors, for example, I wanted to ask you, how does someone find, cause let's say we work backwards in this sense, we're on social media, we're looking for, coaches because we're of that mindset. I want to work with fertility coach, but then there mm -hmm. is the aspect that can't be ignored of working with an OBGYN or, mm -hmm. you know, your gynecologist. If you, you know, if you're not quite yet at the obstetrics part of your, of your uh, journey, how do you find the right medical aspect of this to match the fertility coach that you're working with. Does that make any sense? Like what would your, yeah. what would your advice be in finding what, what are you looking for in someone who's going to be at that part of the journey as well? Cause it's a team effort, right? It is totally. Yeah. One does not, you know, cover another, you need both kind of paths, right? I think the, the, the answer for this question, Victoria is knowledge and I truly believe that knowledge is power. So learning, 
what both of these professionals can do for you. This is the first step. Uh, when I work with clients, either going through fertility treatment or even only having this um, OB support to help them conceive naturally, what I feel is that sometimes there is a lack of knowledge of what to ask your doctor, exactly what to to advocate yourself for, right? Mm-hmm. I had many clients that didn't, uh, let's say there was a case last year, Fortunately, she got pregnant at 41 after failing in IUI for over two years. And she was, she haven't, she had no idea that she could say, Hey, doctor, I think you're missing my, because she, uh, she missed, uh, actually, the doctor missed many, many, many ovulations in her cycle. Oh. And because she was 41, and I taught her that as we age, we can ovulate a little bit uh, earlier in our cycle than, you know, later. In the days, right. The then- doctor were you know, the doctors were calculating as an average. Yep. And this is what I hate about doctors because they look at you as a number in an average. Mm-hmm. And everyone is unique, right? Your story is unique. Your menstrual cycle is unique. So as soon as we start working together, I asked her to hold on for one cycle. And then she t- told her doctor saying, no, this, this month I won't take medications. I want to learn about my body. And I will be back to you next month. So she allowed herself first to make sure that we are putting the foods that she needed to boost the, the to support the hormones and to grow this follicle very, um, you know, um, successfully. So during this month, she was able to learn about her menstrual cycle and through strategies as seed cycling, basal body temperature, we put together many, you know, pieces of this puzzle. So she could see that she was ovulating earlier. Mm. And then she realized, oh, my doctor is missing. I'm going to the appointment. And then they said that they, they made, they did the ultrasound. I said, oh, you ovulated already. Come back next cycle. But every negative is a failure for Mm -hmm. that woman, is a loss. Because especially as we age, the clock is ticking on the back of our head saying, oh my goodness, how did they miss? Yeah, you can't afford to miss a cycle. You know what I mean? Like it's, (laughs) I I totally understand because this happened to me. Yeah. This happened to me with my fertility clinic. And it's, 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 it was maddening. I'm like, every minute counts. Like I can't afford to miss a cycle, a whole cycle. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And because you were a number, this yeah. is the thing. And I will get there to answer your questions. But so when she started empowered her, empowering herself to learn about her cycle and understand when she was ovulating, I told her, okay, so now you go back to your doctor. She started a new cycle. She, she booked an appointment and said, as you go to the doctor and say, hey, I want you please to book me earlier this time because I know I'm ovulating first, uh, earlier. And then she asked me, can I do that? <laughs> this is the first thing. And I told her, of course, you can do that because it's your body. It's your child. It's your pregnancy. You're paying that clinic to support you and put the tools together. But this is you. So she was so surprised that she could go there and do it. And what happened is she did. She ovulated and she got pregnant, like on the second one. I I, I get so emotional when I I I talk about this. I have goosebumps. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. 
It's crazy because I thought she hired me for four months uh, program and she got pregnant at the second. So wow. like at the middle of our, of our, our treatment, I was, I was supporting her pregnancy and not her fertility <laughs> journey anymore. So it was crazy. And she was like shocked because she was not expecting that at all. She was expecting that hopefully by the end of the program, she would be able to get pregnant, but she was not expecting at all. And it's again, answering your question. It's about knowing what to expect from these two types of professionals, right? You need both. But what I do as a fertility coach is to empower you to know what to do and to know, um, where and with who you can rely on and how you can advocate for yourself. Say, hey, the same thing that I teach you how to make good choices on on your grocery shop or how to meditate at your home, um, you know, bringing those affirmations to make sure that you're trusting yourself, believing yourself back and dissolving those fears is the same thing of, uh, you know, raising your hands and say, hey, doctor, there's something wrong there. And I want to discuss with you because I know that my ovulation tracker is telling me that I am ovulating earlier. Or maybe, doctor, I don't feel safe of coming here that early because I know I, I ovulate later. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's it, it's understanding what are the roles of both and, you know, using them to your benefit, using their knowledge. And I, I'm sure that any doctor will say no to you. Of course, not any, I cannot guarantee that, but most of the doctors will support you because their job is to, to have you succeed. Right. 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 And my job is also to have you succeed. So combining those two forces is the way to go when you are looking for like a, a very, a, a very successful path and a good support. Uh, to you through this journey. It's good that you mentioned that because it, you know, because what I was, the reason why I brought that question up is I have found now that I'm in this phase of wanting to conceive, I have a different need in my OB and GN, Mm -hmm. GYN, you know what I mean? Than I did in my twenties. So I realized not that there weren't questions I could have asked back then. I wish I, I had them. I wish we should, we, I hope we, you, I hope you add to your service of even like going, how you've been going backwards, going to teaching people in their 20s, women in their 20s of what they can do <laughs> to, sure. to just, not just con- just to conceive, but to know their bodies. I'm sure there are a lot of women who haven't even really seen their vaginas, like their yes. own, you know what I mean? To know yes. what, where it come, what is this? What is that? What is the role of that? You know? So it would be great if we could even go back and and empower us at that age. But I didn't have a need for, I didn't feel the need to ask that many questions until now, because I feel like I have so much more that I'm, I'm focused on. So Mm -hmm. I feel that the ovulation cycle is something a lot of us get wrong because even Mm -hmm. our apps or anything like that, it's going to go with the average, but you have to do a lot of work. It's not a lot. I think it's very simple, but you have to take the time, I should say, to try to find out what your ovulation period looks like, how many, how many days, because that can Mm -hmm. be a huge factor. Yeah. For example, this client, do you remember what her days were? How many days? It wasn't 28. 
I'm assuming it was earlier. Yeah, no, she was on the, like, I think her cycle was a little bit shorter than that. It was like 26. And then she was ovulating a day eight to day nine. She got pregnant on ovulating on the day, day nine. And the average says 11 because wow. the average says you say, you, you say like you started having intercourse on 11. And then this case was a sperm donor because mm-hmm. unfortunately her partner, uh, had issues with her his sperm but in other ways uh, people we start oh i need to have intercourse on the 11 and i say do you know that like do you ovulate on the 14 do you have a 28 day cycle so it's all about this it's all about learning and as you mentioned about uh, ovulation tracker what I feel is that because the industry is so trendy right now on selling those pharmacies tests and three hundred dollars mm-hmm. whatever testing at home, mm-hmm. I, I always tell my my clients don't spend your precious money on those things because if you don't know the answer that you want from those, you're just spending money right. and getting frustrated. Right. You know, and it can cost eight dollars for a, a ovulation tracker at a pharmacy, but it can cost three hundred dollars for a very unique urine testing, <laughs> tracking, whatever. But what I can tell is that your urine cannot can also oscillate it depending on, on what you eat, how much fluids did you take before you testing, and so all those little pieces. I love to give the freedom of my to my clients to choose their method, but what I what I say is that I would teach them the differences between. Mm-hmm. So to be honest, I don't count on the urine test at home because basal body temperature, cervical mucus, and the day of your cycle can. And tell you much more than that, and you spend seven dollars with a tem- an internal vaginal thermometer, and that's what you need. Dot. So go. it's it's cheap. It doesn't need to be complex and expensive to learn how your body works. And this is the main thing: understanding your cycle, understanding when you ovulate, and if you ovulate. When we get in the age of our forties, it's very common for us to have an ovulatory cycles. Mm-hmm. And it's not the the worst thing in the world. It doesn't mean that you're going to perimenopause. It doesn't mean that you're on a menopause. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that probably your eggs reserve are a little bit lower than when you were on your 20s. And we need to make sure that you boost that eggs quality. And then you we will support your, your estrogen um, dominance while you are producing and growing your follicles in order for you to release a healthy egg because it's not only about releasing an egg and say oh i ovulate okay so did you release a healthy egg did you release an egg can can be fertilized did you release an egg that will thrive a healthy pregnancy or will lead to a loss so all these matter. And once you know, it's easy for you to don't get frustrated and to don't get your rush cover all your feelings because it's important for you to know what can happen. That's why like learning about your body at least three months before conceiving, I would say coming out from birth control, for example, I would say almost a year for your body to produce hormones naturally back then. I took this time. I had a loss because uh, even being a nutritionist and supporting mama's Back when I was on my 39, 
I was not supporting my body in the fertility process. I knew what to eat. I knew that, but I was not familiar with tracking and understanding and how much time I needed to give my body the chance to produce my hormones naturally back then. So I rushed it up and then I lost. So, Mm -hmm. and what I, what I do, and we cannot prevent a loss. It can happen with, you know, everybody, Mm -hmm. but if you have the knowledge by your side and if you have more tools to make sure that you are doing the best, sometimes it's better to get a step back to move to forward mm-hmm. and then prevent this type of sadness and, and heartbreaking experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, since yeah. we last talked, I don't even talk. I don't even, if you know, I was pregnant. I know. Oh, you yeah. read, yeah, you read on the social media. Yeah, I was pregnant. Yeah. But it for me, what I think optimized my opportunity to get pregnant after the fertility, first I had to get all of those medications out of my body, right? Yeah. That took a long time to cleanse that out, I think. And then also I had I was suffering from inflammation and didn't even know it. And some yeah. friends of mine um, from Strong Wellness were like, I think you're you're suffering from inflammation. Eat this, eat that, don't eat that. And I think it actually supported us to even have a pregnancy, but I'm still missing. There's a factor for me. I think in those affirmations, I was so fearful when I saw the pregnancy say positive. I was like, Oh my God, I can't lose it. As opposed to saying, I'm not going to lose it. It's fine. You know what I mean? I'm not Mm -hmm. saying again, we're not saying that that is why the loss happened. We're still testing and I don't know yet. Hopefully I'll get the results of the biopsy soon, but there's so many aspects to having a, a a healthy outcome at the very least just to take care going back to what you said originally taking care taking care of you yourself the vessel yeah. the person yeah um, it is the person the person it is it's not only a womb right yeah and i i, I of course i feel i feel super sad and i feel for you with this loss and i okay. know how hard you are now looking for answers mm-hmm. but the first thing we need to validate and understand it's not sometimes we we don't have one answer for that question mm-hmm. it's a combining factors, right? Mm -hmm. As you mentioned, like I used to say that conceiving a baby is a big puzzle of many small and big pieces. Mm -hmm. There are some big pieces that are easy to understand and put together and understand how that works. But there are also many little pieces that it's important also to validate in order to succeed. And again, thrive this healthy pregnancy. I did have a client with a recent loss and it was her first loss and it was a very Later on, on nine weeks, it's very painful. And mm-hmm. she was going through like for an entire month, she's starting losing at the nearest eve. Mm-hmm. So it's painful. It's it, 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 it's unbelievable because she was so, as you mentioned, she was so surprised that she got pregnant so soon with the good strategies that she was using. But then for, for her, for example, she believes that she, because she has some thyroid disorders, she said, I didn't address that on time. And I told her that's correct. That can be one trigger, but, you know, blaming yourself and understanding that it's all your fault. It's not the way to go. And at some moment I am supporting her now after loss, just to make sure that she will have 
all this support before I go into some mat leave, <laughs> but I'm supporting her on this uh, journey. And it's very hard to hear from her that she's doubting her love. She said, because she didn't feel a truly connection with this baby, she feels that she fa failed giving him enough love. And this is so heartbreaking when I hear someone telling this type of thing to me because I know how hurtful it is. I know how sad and hurt she is. But doubting if you eat the right thing, doubting if you you know, address some thyroid issues, but doubting your love and because you didn't feel that connection, that's why I, I, I feel so empowering to embrace those women because it's a very lonely journey. It's even if you have a good partner by your side, even if you have good friends and family members that support you, that pain, it's only yours. Yeah. And when I, when I usually, I, I finish the call and I kind of like give myself some time to recover because I, I, I want them to feel loved by me mm -hmm. in order to enable them to share and cry and let the tears and the hurtness like come out because it's 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 important. Yeah. She has a she has a toddler mm. and of course when you have another little child it doesn't allow you to be crying all the time, no. to be laid in your bed and put the blanket on her face and only wake up 3 days after. No, you need to wake up and she's breastfeeding still and they're going to day, he's going to daycare. So she needs to leave and she needs to smile and she needs to have strength to you know to to take care of her family. So it's too much on us. Mm -hmm. I know, I know. So that's why, again, the role of a fertility coach, a fertility partner, I, I, I always say that when people start working with me, I say, I will be your person. So that is a moment that you close the doors for an hour and you have that time for you because you need to feel that. You need to tell your story. You need to feel heard. You need to, you know, to know that somebody is listening for the, your most dumb questions, as they, <laughs> they usually tell me, to most like the other feelings that needs to come through. Otherwise, you don't flip the page. You cannot flip the page and say, this is part of my past. I will acknowledge and validate. It's part of me. It's my It's my story, but now I need to move forward and yeah. finding ways to move forward without annulating that pain, without forgetting and putting in a box that somehow at some moment that box will explode and then it will be even worse. Yeah, I know that. I've been looking for pillows recently to just scream into. <laughs> I know, I know. But um, no, it's really good. And I, I think um, you make a good... Um, I think what's great, what I'm learning and just speaking to you and the benefits of a fertility coach is that if you do happen to find yourself with an OB that's a little bit too old school in thought, to have a fertility coach or your partner, you know, in the background just saying, okay, okay, but this is what we can do to to support, I think is it's great. And if you find someone who is of the same mindset of your fertility coach, even better. I say that only because, you know, I, I've, I've found times with uh, the particular OB that I was working with, I just asked him, like, 
So do you think I should eat anything? You know, you have any recommendations just to kind of see where he was, you know, anything I could eat, you know, that could probably help here, you know, as I go along this pregnancy, it's so early. He's like, oh, you know, just eat a normal diet. And just the, it was just so dismissive. I was like, mm, you're not, re- you and I are not really on the same path. Like you had nothing to say. And I just thought, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I need to probably not do this. Um, <laughs> I didn't really feel like I should, you know what I mean? Like it just didn't feel like mm-hmm. we should probably work for t- together for much longer. Um, so I'll, I'll look for someone else, but the good case is if you do look into, uh, fertility coaching and someone like Juliana, hopefully Juliana, um, <laughs> it, I don't see why that wouldn't just at least help. It, it doesn't, it couldn't hurt yeah. having someone else on your team. Yeah. And you know, I don't, I don't blame these professionals because they have like that protocols to follow. They have agenda that I I, I just feel that every time that you go in a, in the office, there is like some light saying that you should leave in most 15 minutes. This is 15 minutes. (laughs) So I truly believe that if somebody is very willing to learn about how they can eat to support a possible pregnancy, if they start explaining, they won't stay for 15 minutes with you they there, there are more lots more questions that will come up right mm-hmm. but the good thing is that I'd love for everybody to know is that there are many foods that you can eat at at different uh, stages of your cycle that will support your hormones you need hormone balance to conceive. And first of all, if coming out from pills and birth control or medications, as you mentioned, it's important to clean your liver. So liver is the organ that is responsible to clean our body from toxins, including medications, including pesticides from um, um, non-natural sources, including um, the stress that we generate, you know, the environment, um, disruptors that we are exposed to right Mm -hmm. so liver is the main organ in our body if the liver is not working properly or is overloaded with toxins the liver is also responsible to metabolize to metabolize uh, and balance hormones so if we need or this is another piece of the puzzle right you need hormones to get pregnant Mm -hmm. and to maintain a healthy pregnancy if you have an overload liver because of many different types of situation it means that your body is not metabolizing properly hormones so sometimes the first step is to clean your liver mm-hmm. with a detox diet and it doesn't mean drinking juices for three days or fasting for how many hours it doesn't mean that it's just switching some types of food to support your liver to clean and the liver cleans very fast it's not something that would take months and years to clean a liver no it's a very smart organ that's why he's big <laughs> and he's there for you <laughs> so you know as soon as you know what to do and then you boost that liver to metabolize and balance your hormones and then understanding how to you know I, I just had a client recently that we recognize that we need to address her progesterone, not her estrogen, even if she's aging and she was concerned about the estrogen. 
I said, no, 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 no. The numbers are telling us otherwise. So we start focusing on your progesterone. So that's what we are doing. So some food, some good fat, some good fatty fish, nuts, and all the building blocks, proteins that will make sure that we're going to, you know, boost that progesterone. So of course, I don't blame the doctor of not have taking the time to explain for them. It's so much easier to say a normal diet, right. you know, XOXO. Right. But it's not the truth. So there are many things and simple things. So when I put together my program, Believe and Conceive Made Simple, that is a 100% online program, especially because I'm going to mat leave for a couple months. <laughs> I want to, you know, empower those women if want to work with a fertility coach without having to meet every week or even... If they want to work with me, I won't be available for a couple of months after having my baby. But in in a way to take you by hand and showing the steps, you know, the first step of connecting your mindset with your body, overcoming fears and strategies to do that. Journaling, you know, write about your feelings, validate them, understand and visit why the fears that those fears exist to yourself and say, okay, come on, I can do that, right? And then going through all your menstrual cycle, understanding the phases, understanding, depending what what you eat in, when you are bleeding, when you are on your follicular phase, you know, in order to grow your follicle, and then during your ovulation, how you can warm up your body and making sure that you are promoting a very healthy ovulation, having intercourse and teaching them how to find the fertile window to have the intercourse if you're trying naturally, intercourse in those days to increase your chances, finding that connection with your partner to don't see your partner as a number of a, a tons of billions of sperms. <laughs> <laughs> he's a human being too, and he's part of this too. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, supporting them in order to the two weeks wait. Everybody says about, oh, the horrible two weeks wait. Come on, if you think about it, it's a horrible period. <laughs> <laughs> how how are, are you seeing this pregnancy coming, yeah, right? Yeah. It's a beautiful moment. It's when you embrace yourself and, and put all the love in your womb and make sure that you are giving that. And if it doesn't happen, that's okay. You have a new start. It's not a failure. I know that it sounds like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. it was not that time when you see the bleed coming. But the bleed coming tells you, your body's working. Your uterus is expelling all the, the the waste that you don't need anymore to prepare your body for another chance. So this is the flip and you know shift of mindset that you need to see in every single cycle. And this is the step-by-step -step I give in my online program in a simple manner, right? And of course, navigating all the food that you can include in your diet, the harmful ingredients that you must cut in order to, you know, clean your body and boost your liver functions. You know, all these things in a simple way. So I want to make it simple. That's why my company is called Made Simple Nutrition, because it needs to be simple. Nobody wants any complexity anymore. They want to understand. And again, knowledge is the number one. So once you learn what's good for you, it's easier for you to make those good choices. It's not, I, I see many patients, coming to me after visit a dietitian and say, I went there and then she just gave me a piece of paper and told me to follow. 
And I said, okay, if you don't explain, how, how do you expect that someone to go grocery shop and say, oh, I need to eat gluten-free, let's say, because I'm inflamed. Why am I inflamed? Okay, so I will teach you gluten can inflame your body because the GMO process, because it's not the same grain as anymore. But as soon as you eat organic, sometimes you can still have wheat and you are not celiac because of this. So it's it's not something, and sometimes it's simple for them to explain, mm-hmm. you know, but they handle like a piece of paper and expect that someone would change their lives from one day to another and change their habits. It's important to remember changing a habit takes up to 21 days. So Either conceiving a baby that I, I say it's a at least three menstrual regular menstrual cycles for you in order for you to prepare and boost and improve your eggs quality. 21 days is the time you need to change a habit. And I am I am I am um, seeing someone that you know since her her childhood, since her teenager ages was eating processed food because her mother didn't cook. So it's not from one day to another that will change her. You know, I need to... I need to teach. She needs to be open to learn first, of course, and then start trying. You need your mouth and your in your your taste need to, to change. You, you have your your memory of food, and your your mouth is all familiar with some types of tastes that comes from process, that comes from salty, that comes from sugar. And then when you are presenting all natural flavors back or fishes that you never tried before, or this or that or nuts let's say, it will be weird. And don't blame yourself. Say, oh, I will never eat this again. No, you need to expose yourself again many other times in order for your body to change and say, oh, actually, this is good. This is interesting. And then you just keep going. Yeah. It's like (laughs) you're training, you're training your, your mouth, your palate to, to, to hold different type of way of eating. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not something that you do in one day or one week. It it, it takes time, but it can be simpler. That's why, you know, in a, learning in a simple way, this program I put together, it's 28 video classes that doesn't take longer than 10 minutes. So you can watch the videos in a trip to the washroom very quick. It doesn't need to take you some time and then fill up things. No, it's just in order to open your head and mind to say, Oh, I didn't know that. That's good to know. Oh, really? Can I use that? And this is good for me. You know, it's just like simple ways to observe and learn and make help you to make those choices, make those changes in a more simpler way in a process, right? Um, together with all the strategies that we need. And it's so important for us to use when we are shifting that mindset of fearness, and and you know feeling that we are fail and all those all those those things that 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 holds her back hold hold us back that it's not welcome for who is trying to conceive and especially during the stressors we are you know not promoting ovulation like there are some recent studies saying that stress can stop you to ovulate and you don't need to be in premenopause or menopause mm. It's just about stress. And then once you dissolve that things that is worrying you or blocking you, you you start ovulating again. I got pregnant for this baby because I was, you know, I was like, I think it was, I was in a third 
an ovulatory cycle and I thought that I wasn't a third on an ovulatory cycle because I always track, you know, I use myself also as a, as a study, right? Because I want to know, and even after having this baby, I will continue tracking my ovulation just to know until when I'm ovulating, until when I am having those cervical mucus healthy, you know, I want to, to be used in, in order to help other women. But on the third cycle that I was very sure that I was an ovulatory, I started seeing the oscillations and I said, okay, we took the risk and this, this, here it comes, my little girl. But you finally <laughs> and I told my girl. husband, you know what? I know what I'm doing and I took the risk, honey, and you did too. <laughs> and it happened and she's here healthy and beautiful and big. <laughs> oh my gosh. You finally, she sold, Julianne has three boys. She's finally getting her girl. And Finally, that's so awesome. Where where do they find you? I mean, you hear it's 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 made made simple nutrition. Where do, well, yeah. how do they find you? Yeah, so they found they will find me on Instagram. I very I'm very you know I'm trying to be very present, <laughs> but in the late pregnancy, I, to be honest, I take care of my things. I I need to tell you that I I take care of my things very personally. So I don't hire anyone to do my things. It's all me. Mm-hmm. So if I disappear, it's just because I am taking care of many other things regarding to my four children. You're forgiven. <laughs> You're forgiven. It's understood. We're all yeah. mommies and parents here. So not a problem at all. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so Made Simple Nutrition is my Instagram account. You see, even if it's not, you know, um, the, the, the most recent things, but you will see like lots of great materials there with my reels when I have fun doing that. Um, and MadeSimpleNutrition.com is my website, www dot made simple nutrition.com you will see different ways to work with me different uh, packages different uh, pro- programs that i have available even this uh, believe and conceive made simple that is a an online one that i am i am promoting right now because i'm going to mat leaf but probably i will be back Hopefully I will be back in April and then we're going to launch the Beyond Maybe Making Mode, the group coaching program together with the peer that is a, yeah, she's amazing. Also, she did all this mindset um, strategies through meditation and breathing. I do have some of her uh, videos available inside my Believe and Conceive Made Simple program. Three videos, amazing. That is shifting mindset, healing your womb after loss or healing your womb. Even when we, you just mentioned, I, I didn't have a client last year that she's 44. She never tried to conceive and she's trying now. And um, But she has some traumas coming from her, her childhood and kind of like a blockage of not wanting to be her, like her mother, not wanting to be, to follow, you know, motherhood um, patterns that she doesn't believe. So healing your womb, it's all, also about, you know, healing some expectations that you thought that are to be yours, but no, you know, to, to validate those and learning that your life is yours. You have your own story to write and your own story to leave. So this is so important. So that's why uh, these um, Beyond Baby Making Mode program is coming together with Christine. 
she's just an expert in fertility as well. Um, yeah, so, you know, we have like many ways to work together. And of course, I will be back in April for my one-on-one coaching for the ones that wants to be close to me, meeting every week and learning step-by-step, you know, learning and overcoming and having someone to count on, to listen to you and to to take you by hands also um, through this journey. That is so meaningful and needs to be meaningful as, as a woman first, right? Validating you as a woman, even before becoming a mother, even before having a baby. So this way will be much easier for you to thrive a good motherhood. Great stuff, right? Let it be a reminder to all of us that we've got to take care of ourselves, mind, body, and spirit need to be all aligned no matter where you are along this journey. But if you're starting out, definitely make sure to prep your body from the inside out first. And that includes what you eat, that includes what you say, that includes what you think about your journey. Positive vibes, everybody, is definitely something to take you through whatever life throws at you. So please follow her at Made Simple Nutrition. And you can always follow me and subscribe at New Mommy at 40. And I can't wait to see you next week. Take care of yourselves and each other.